<laughs> Every time we count down, I always think of Wayne's World and how oh. they're learning to count down. It's yeah, I love it. Yeah, I do too. I yeah. think of that every time. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. <laughs> and Nicole, this is Dude That's Fucked Up, a Wayne's World um, podcast. No. Yeah. No. Oh, God. Wow. But maybe someday. <sighs> Love Wayne's World. Gotta what watch if we, it again. Yeah. Like, what if we just talked about Wayne's World all the time? I mean, I mm, could you? Maybe you'd run out of things to talk about. You could just like go on all these tangents related to. There's so many gags in those movies, like even mm-hmm. visual jokes and stuff that you could like go into. I feel like you could do like a couple and like seasons. references to like yeah. pop culture that they reference, like like old movies and stuff that they reference yeah. in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, there's like things I learned from that. You know, there's things like where it's like you haven't seen it, but you get the cultural reference because mm. they reference it in that movie. Mm-hmm. Or in those movies, because there's Wayne's World 1 and 2. So, yeah, you mm-hmm. could definitely have, like, at least two seasons of content. Yeah. You could talk about <laughs> Alice Cooper. Like, yes. you could talk about all the, like, Love. music that they, like, have in the in the movies. Yeah. I'm wearing a very Alice Cooper shirt. Ooh, is that, is it, uh, ooh, rib cage? It's bones. It's bones. There's, like, skeletons. Oh, there's, like, yes, ribcages. bitch. There's, like, legs oh you're so spooky right now i love it mm-hmm. yes yes i'm giving I, halloween and she is uh, giving spooky she's giving <laughs> ghoulish oh yeah she's giving boners <laughs> bones category is a bones Bone. category is boners <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful i love it thank you you look very comfy too uh yes well yeah overalls are wonderful they're the and they're corduroy because you know how i love to trap those farts bitch mm. you're really you're like doing your like dutch ovening yourself with overalls yeah. because it just like wafts up when you walk you know yeah yeah and everybody loves their own brand so mm, good for you well <laughs> no i'm not doing that I should hope not. Um, Well, you guys, it's another episode. And oh, my God. (sighs) My God. We're almost to 300. What are we going to do? I don't even know. I don't need to brainstorm about this. We need like to have several meetings over cocktails, probably. Mm. And we need to figure out like. Do we try and get a celebrity on the podcast? Do we get our significant others on the podcast? Do mm-hmm. we make them do it? Like, do we just say, we're not doing it this week? Our gift to us is you do it. <laughs> we're going to Vegas. You guys do the podcast. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't know. You guys, let us know what you think. Tell us. Yeah, uh, tell us if you have ideas. Yeah, because we are... 300 uh, i want to go to casa bonita but that might be a bit too much but oh. like could we is there like a room there uh, do we even have enough time to plan it is it's it like, even open yet because i know they're like remodeling it I think it reopened yeah oh i think we'll, we'll look into it but maybe yeah. we could just do something maybe we could do a little live show here in la somewhere close Ooh. we'll see we'll Who's see to say Who's to say? We and got- then we can make our friends come and like have a party for us. Because, you know, I never have, I never had a wedding. I never had a baby shower. I want some sort of fucking celebration of me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's what it would be, I guess. Well, whatever the people want, <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. Let us know. 
But also whatever we want. But so. also whatever we want, yeah. And also send us presents. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll start a registry on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I we might do it. it because there's a bunch of shit I want that's like very cheap and affordable and maybe people would do it. Like like an apple core. My an mom. apple core? <laughs> It's bitch, like eight dollars. Like, I have like three of them. You can have one. Oh, of give mine. me one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want bitch. One. I'll give um, one. My mom goes, "What do you need an apple core for?" I go, "To core apples? What do you mean <laughs> for all my apple coring needs?" needs. Yeah. yeah, I like. Yeah, I could cut it the way I learned how to cut caramel apples at Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory when I worked there as my first real job. I know how to do that because I ate a lot of them, but I yeah. I didn't work there, but I still know but how. But you know, you watch yeah. and you learn. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. just a couple slices, but. Mm-hmm. Still, you. I just feel like you still don't get as much of the apple as if if you have a core. It's true. You want that round. You want that round cord angle. I don't want the square. Mm. I want it rounded, as God intended. Well, <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> I like where your head's at, though. Thanks. Um, uh, what's going on? I don't know what's happening this week. Um, anything fucked up for you? I got another Jehovah's Witness e- um, letter earlier, like a <gasps> handwritten so letter. I get I get those every now and then, too. I don't like it. And I mean, of course I don't. But Pete's like, oh, I think he got one of those creepy religious letters again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And then I proceeded to read the whole thing out loud. It didn't. It wasn't co- coherent. Um, no, never is. Yeah. And I they gave me their personal phone number and their email address, which, oh, I shouldn't say on here, but was very nerdy like nerd culture references all smushed into one email Aww. it's it, i'm not gonna say what it is but it's like it's like <laughs> star wars doctor who star trek <laughs> at gmail.com or whatever like it was just like Aww. all these yeah like very whatever yeah oh man bless i don't them. care why are you why are you writing me like I, mm. how'd you get my address there is some Jehovah's Witnesses in the park um, with like their uh, pamphlet uh, mm. shelf thing that they bring with them everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see them to hand the out bluff. to hand mm-hmm. out the the pamphlets, and I was yeah. just like, "Get out of here with that!" Yeah, there's like not even this isn't even a high traffic time of day. Like, go to I don't know, like no, that's a the mall best. or something. That's the know. best because it's harder to avoid. When there's less people around and people come up to you, it's harder to like, like first you get easier singled out and Mm. then it's harder to be like, oh, excuse me or whatever. It's like. I just stayed on the other side of the street. I was like, no, thank you. you. Yeah. 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 Just fully Um, avoid because it um, follows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I still haven't had any Mormons come to my door yet. Um, No elders. uh, Mm Mm-mm popping by these days i see them on bikes everywhere i was gonna though. say i see them in my neighborhood we we don't have an accessible front door so it's very hard to to talk to us i think i need to get a doormat that says something about like titties or yeah hail satan, satan. Yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah so well for sure we'll um do uh, you have anything fucked up uh oh i uh had an allergic reaction on my <gasps> eyelids so I, oh, i'm not wearing no. any eye makeup right now Oh, was it a pink? No, uh, it uh, I got like a new eye cream. Oh, oh, and I and I put it like, you know, yeah, around my eyes, and it just really not for you, not for me. I threw that 
bitch ass shit away. Oh, so, God. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. So I'm all like irritated. Well, it's like way better now. I put like medicine on it earlier today and, you know. Yeah, it looks fine to me. Bunch. Yeah. But yeah, it's like fine now. But yeah. it's like it was itchy and like scaly and like. Ew. Yeah, it, it was not no. good. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Not where That's... you want it to be irritated. No. It's like, you know, it's like your eyelids and your butthole. Same, you know. Oh, my God. Same skin, I think. I heard sensitivity wise. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a good segue into our topic tonight because Mm. I was watching the YouTube version of the podcast. Um, Oh, what's it called? It's Natasha Leggero and Moisha, her husband, Moish and Natasha Leggero and Dak Shepard was on. It's like something newly eds, like unending. What, what did I just say? Newly eds. Newly weds. Oh, my God. <laughs> my brain just shorted out. Um, unending honeymoon or something. Oh, OK. Never. I don't know, man. I'm botching this. But anyway, they were talking about how <laughs> they were talking about how you never know what someone's going through. Like they mm-hmm. might like and. Um, and it's important to be empathetic to fellow humans. And Natasha Leggero was like, yeah, because like everybody ha- like once you realize everybody has hemorrhoids, you're really like a lot kinder to people. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. And then and then Moish was like, I mean, also like people might be going through like spiritual hemorrhoids. And this <laughs> is exactly what I want to like the, the picture I want to paint for people of today's topic. Okay. You know what a I mean? A spiritual hemorrhoid. Yes. A spirit. Like this is this man that we're going to talk about today has given us all spiritual hemorrhoids. And like mm-hmm. we and as a as a world now and as a universe, we just have them now and they're going to be here forever. I mean, honestly, truly is contributing to a uh a horrible stain upon our culture for sure (laughs) yeah like this is this period of time in pop culture will be marked by this man this man's you know shit stain upon it i think (laughs) oh my god it's like yeah it's a shit it's not even just a shit stain it's like changed the fabric of Mm. the underwear to where like it's hard it's like permanently Mm. hard now it's not even just like discolored you know what i mean yeah yeah it's this is a real real fucking skid mark of a dude (laughs) oh my god okay also that podcast is called the endless honeymoon okay got it i had to google it but well yeah let's um let's get let's talk about this guy yeah this fucking guy um all right I don't know, man. <laughs> when I tell you, <laughs> we can't even. We're like, I, do we even start? I like when I tell you, I could not stop laughing, oh like laughing nonstop, like at what I was reading about this fucking guy, um, the man we're talking about today, Zachary, aka Zach with a K, Baggins. Oh, aka Bagel Bite, as our friends at, uh, and that's why we drink. Call mm-hmm. refer to this person. Yes, this man. Hoo-wee. Oh my god, <laughs> he is like 
if we're on one end of the spectrum, this man is on the complete opposite end. He's not quite the worst, but he's like not. We don't fuck with this man. No, I don't. There's just so, so many like tropes come to mind when I like look at him and hear him speak. And he triggers so many of my like, like my butthole clenches like Mm -hmm. and I get real tense. Just there's so many things that he's triggering just by having a conversation with someone. But it's the way he's speaking to them Mm. or speaking about something. And it's I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so if you don't know, Zach Baggins is an American paranormal paranormal investigator. Yeah. Actor. Oh my god. Aaron's doing air quotes for anyone who's listening. <laughs> Television personality, museum operator, <laughs> yeah. and author. Big quotes around that one. The one I'd give him the least quotes around is museum operator. Yeah, cuz that's true. Yeah, he operates a museum. But it, does he operate it or does he just yeah. like own it. Bop around like being like, oh, this thing from a museum, you know. Like, um, I'm the boss here, and this is my personal collection. He's a he's yeah. I mean, okay, I guess he's like a curator of sorts. Sure. Yeah. So he that's owns fine. a museum, but also yeah. what constitutes a museum? This is just someone's fucking garage. Truly. This is like this is his garage of random shit that like some people find interesting. Some of it is horrific. For reasons that are relate to the real world, not just mm-hmm. the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff's whatever. But there, there's some stuff he has that's like very fucking problematic and weird. Yeah. Also, some of the stuff in it is just horseshit. Like, yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. It, it's there's nothing about it that's spooky or real <laughs> it's or like a literal it's... pile of horseshit. And he's like, this shit came from a ghost horse or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Now pay me thirty five dollars for entry. It's like, what? He talks like that, too. I feel like, dude, he this man, <laughs> I, I, I truly don't understand. I, I don't understand. He has zero charisma. He has like no like presence at all yeah he is so no generic. uniqueness no he's got a lot of no, nerve he's got a lot of nerve <laughs> no talent um, no charisma no uniqueness a lot of nerve but, all the nerve and and, and absolutely no talent um, he puts the n in cunt yeah uh, but that's all he's putting in to a cunt you know what i mean oh my he's god he's only giving the n <laughs> So much nerve. The fucking <laughs> gall. Uh, he's got gall. Uh, uh, undeserving. Un- undesirable. Undes- he's got gall, undesirable, nerve, and um, taint. What's the t- and taint. <laughs> He He's the, a gunt. He puts the G-U-N-T in gunt. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, he's so dumb. Okay. <laughs> this guy. Okay, first of all, the, my first problem right away, right off the bat, is his name is Zachary. Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y. And he spells it Z-A-K. Like, <laughs> sir. <For> clout. <laughs> K for clown, okay? K for clown. Um, yeah, so that's my first issue. And then just like I said, I've, I've like watched him, 
you know, in interviews and like on his stupid fucking TV shows and shit. And I just like literally the most forgettable face, the most nothing about him. Is... It's like computer generated man. I mean, he's not yeah. unattractive or anything like he he's looks fine. Like a fi- he's a handsome looking normal person. He's a guy. He's yeah. a guy. Yeah, he's a bro. But like. He's a jabroni, but he's a jabroni, Mm -hmm. but I hadn't seen anything. Okay. I was in the dark about this man. I had literally say, okay, I knew Christine, uh, from, From that's why we drink. drink. Yeah. Uh I knew she got blocked by him on Twitter like a long time ago. And that was like a funny thing. And I remember her like name dropping him a couple of times, like Mm -hmm. way back in Mm -hmm. the day, Mm -hmm. probably when this was going on, you know, and it's been Um, like an ongoing thing on the podcast. Like, yeah, but I don't pay attention to this who this specific. man is yeah, yeah. and because obviously if you're listening and you've been here before if you're it's your first time welcome um if you've been here before you know we're like not super into paranormal stuff it's just mm-hmm. not our passion we're not we don't really buy into it so we're not invested in it and he mm-hmm. is that so it's like I completely am missing the context of him until yeah. today when we watched some shows and I watched some interviews and shit with him and mm-hmm. like I was like okay now I know why Christine's beefing with this guy because mm-hmm. he's a real douche and that's the energy he's giving and she's like why the fuck not I'm just gonna like go there absolutely bless 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 bless, bless. Mm-hmm. um yeah he's I guess the principal host of the travel channel series ghost adventures yeah um I knew this show existed and but I I, I just have never watched it before. Didn't know anything about it. He hosts this show with, um, like, a, well, he hosts a show. He's the primary host, but he is also on it with a couple other dudes who yeah. do the ghost hunting with him. And I truly cannot tell the difference between these guys. Like, they all look the same to me. Oh, um, except one of them is bald, and his <laughs> name is Aaron. And they're very, he's very shitty. Like, Zach is very shitty to this poor man Aaron yeah. apparently I, I think, think they, so they like leave him in all the the haunted places that they go to like fully alone and like they're like go in by yourself yeah they're like go take readings in here Aaron yeah fuck you you know like and they like oh my god leave him by himself to get all freaked out in this like weird creepy place like I, I don't know oh, what the, the episode I watched today so the episode we watched, I don't know if you watched multiple, but we watched, um, it's like a newer version of the show. Like a like spinoff of. A spinoff, yeah. Yeah, Ghost Adventures. It's House Calls. House is Calls. What it's called. Yeah, and the very first episode, the pilot, um, is they go to Long Beach. And so yeah. Aaron and I were like, oh, we got to fucking We got to watch this. The, if we're going to watch anything, we got to watch yeah. this episode. Yeah. And like. It was filmed during the pandemic. It just came out this year. It's his mm-hmm. newest show. Because I don't know mm-hmm. if they still do the regular Ghost Adventures or if it's, like, evolved. But yeah, this is the latest installment. Just came out in 2022. Um, the first thing you're watching, he, like, introduces it, introduces, like, the problem that's happening. And then he has, like, a meeting with his, uh, with his crew. And it's all of them on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's four of the same people. They're all wearing a black hat, a flan, mm-hmm. like a plaid flannel. I'm like, what? They all have a goatee. It's like, <laughs> like if you wanted to be, it's like the paranormal investigator starter pack. Like, if that, <laughs> like it could be a fucking like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Halloween costume. You know what I mean? A plain black flat billed hat, 
uh, a a thick uh, black wire or thick black like plexiglass glasses or whatever mm-hmm. that f- um, resin yeah or whatever yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a goatee either full over the lip and under the lip or just the bottom one mm-hmm. just a bottom half goatee mm-hmm. um a and a flannel shirt yeah. buttoned all the way up it's it's like okay this is where my like pussy wires get co- crossed i guess because he's like because <laughs> he's all, he's like kind of cute but then also like a little rockabilly <laughs> and like that vibe i'm like a little into like mm. oh is this guy does this guy like have a cool old car or something mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh i could see where this would be appealing but i'm not saying i'm into it but i'm like seeing where he's like in the on the yeah. periphery of like things I'm horny for. Okay. So not that I'm horny for rockabilly dudes, but not that I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, your <laughs> pussy know. your pussy wires are crossed, yeah. like you said. Something's messed up. <laughs> Something's happening. Um yeah. no, you heard it here first. Nicole wants to fuck Zach Baggins. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, but I am saying he's not bad to look at. I don't think. No, he's fine. I mean, yeah. he's a dude. Uh, you know what it is? It's because we. It's because where we grew up, that it's kind of like the broy vibe that, and that's you know when my like mm-hmm. loins were forming, that's like what we had access to. Yeah. In IRL, you know what I yeah, mean? It's like yeah, yeah. so. That's kind of the thing I learned was like, ooh, that's yeah. a cute boy or whatever. So yeah. I think it's tied to that, but. I, I hear you. I, okay. You know, I, I just want to make I sure we're clear. I get the context. I get the nuance of what you're saying. Yes, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this guy, he, like you're saying, we have, no, we did not know. No. This man existed. Like, oh, we knew he existed, but like did not know the extent of his career, I guess. Like I did yes. not. Not, and how long it's been like yeah. okay so the show you mentioned ghost adventures that started as like a docu style film oh. in he made it in 2004 oh my god and then they um they finally aired it oh by the way like this is why my pussy wires are also crossed because i think the like 2004 he never left it yeah. style wise so there's like a weird, it, you know, there's just like something weird going on. Anyway, that's yeah. enough of that talking about him in a positive way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So 2004 Ghost Adventures, um, it aired on the Sci-Fi Channel in 2006. And he's basically been around since then. In 2008, mm. they turned it into a series of the same name. And it ran for... It, it, well, not 19 years, but he's been around. He's had a career in paranormal stuff for like pretty much 18, paranormal content. Years. Yeah, that he's been making money off of for yeah almost two decades. Yeah, it's truly like a travesty for our culture. <laughs> it's a travesty for our culture, human culture, like TV culture, con- content <sighs> culture. All, it's just all so... The amount of airtime and money and, you know, audience that he's yeah. taken up, the space he's taken up is just depressing. Too much. <laughs> it's also like, you know, 
the appeal of it I get and I get mm-hmm. why people watch this like it's fun to scare yourself and like people who do believe in this stuff like it's exciting to watch and look for proof and things like that you know but I don't know I just watching the show we watched today I was we were just laughing and texting we were just being such catty oh. teenagers oh my god just texting no, each other that's adult forth. woman cattiness not teenage bitch you're right you're right teenage me could never be that mean okay (laughs) you guys don't even understand we the our text messages about this episode of television if you could call it that that we watched oh my god um you know it's just uh so like the main point of this new iteration of ghost adventures house calls is to literally send the team his team of like paranormal himself i don't know he wasn't in this first up oh he was in the first episode but he didn't physically go to the house call with the rest of the crew for some reason um which it's at one point he's like its own thing oh my god at one point He's just like reading a prayer in Latin, like through Zoom in a laptop somewhere. Oh, on to a laptop that's being transmitted through walkie talkies throughout the house and the tinniness of it. I was like crying, laughing. It was so stupid. He's like basically trying to like banish a spirit through Zoom. (laughs) But, but. The computer's not even in the house. It's in a fucking van where it's safe, in quotes. And then there's a, someone's <laughs> holding a walkie-talkie up to it. And then there's other walkie-talkies in the house. Uh, and it's just like, who thinks this is anything? <laughs> who Who's, like, buying into this? I just can't figure it out. I know. I know. It, this. So the whole thing is they're going to the house to, like, interview this this, these people who have an issue with some sort of presence in their house or whatever that yeah. the alleged feeling of dread you know whatever yeah um and it's just uh, I don't know man I don't know what to say about it I can't I because I feel bad for the people like the real people who are like reaching out for help from the wrong people you know what I'm saying uh, I, it's really icky. Uh, I mean, I don't know where I feel like I I don't feel bad for anyone that reaches out to someone like him for help with this because like you, I don't know because you have to like believe that he's a solution when it's like I've seen one episode. I I just want to get this out up top. He doesn't do anything to help the couple. We Mm -hmm. get to the end of the show and he's like, yeah, so my recommendation would be to find a priest to come like exercise this house. It's like, hang on. You didn't even help. Like you just angered it and left. Yeah. Like if if it's like actually real, like you came in here and like stirred the pot of if that is what these people believe, like, you know what I mean? And it's just like. Yeah, what? Yeah. You came in here, you upset and insulted it, and then you left these poor people who have been traumatized by this spirit. You left them there without any protection or anything. He's like, oh, my God. He's all, I'd move if that's an option. And they're like, it's not. And he's all, oh, well, I guess, like, find a priest. It's, I, 
I hated this man after this. And I did see that, like, he has had a show where it's called Ghost Adventures Aftershocks. Where oh, they, God. like, go back and, and visit the people of the that, like, live in the homes he's done investigations in. So it's kind of, like, I a guess, like, the up. end of yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a follow-up. But he's not – but it's – he didn't like get rid of it so it's like they're he probably offers, still having a hard time <laughs> he what he's what he does is like create content um and yeah, he yeah, use, yeah he uses people in crisis to create more content yeah which is like my biggest problem with it because yeah this this particular episode that we mm. watched the the long beach the first episode of uh ghost adventures house calls it's in long beach our hometown yeah i hope these people are doing okay better now than they were in the show they were like having a very hard time and i don't i don't believe it was a ghost no haunting them or a demon possessing them whatever yeah if they believe that that's fine but like i truly think they had some deeper issues then dude like, it's some, just life it's just life and i mean it, it, people will put rather than like understanding their emotions and feeling feelings and yeah. you know processing what they need to process whether that's trauma grief you know like mental health issues they people just don't know how to like they don't have the tools sometimes to deal yeah. with that and so what they do is they put they they put those those uncertain feelings that they're experiencing onto something that is like tangible or that they think is tangible which can be paranormal quote-unquote paranormal activity yeah and it's like trauma it's like trauma on top of stress on top of old trauma on top mm -hmm. of three other stressors like Mm -hmm. it's just compounding and like creating I don't know they're looking for an outlet that feels more solvable than just like going to therapy or like yeah you know what I mean because I you know people it's un it's the unknown it's unknown it's unknown yeah and honestly for some people like a, a, a explanation of any sort other than like having to do the work of going and you know processing like a lot of shit is more unknown harder and scarier than actually you know what they're actually like blaming it on which is yeah you know I don't know these people I'm not a professional I'm not like no no but but, and I was also gonna say and they have to know that that's an option mm -hmm. I think so many people still don't understand that like therapy uh, mm-hmm. Like whether it's culturally or because well, and it's all culturally and societal. Like mm-hmm. uh, because especially men don't feel like it's appropriate to talk about your feelings. First of all, so why mm-hmm. would they go to a professional and do it? You know, mm-hmm. but it's like basically the the man on this episode newly they're newly married cis hetero couple newish like. Baby, I think mm-hmm. like you know, under a year they'd been married for four months, and they're living in the grand mm. what used to be the grandparents' house that both the grandparents passed away in the house. The grandmother most recently. Mm-hmm. It's just stress and trauma, and now this man feels he's responsible 
mm-hmm. this family he's created and the weight of that is crushing him and on top of it he has all these feelings about this house and what it meant to him and, and his family and mm-hmm. the family that is no longer there and grief and all this heavy stuff and who knows whatever the else fuck is going on in their lives like we only saw like a teeny tiny fraction of that totally like job job stuff money stuff like other external family yeah yeah yeah. like like we we don't know we don't know what's going on in fucking pandemic dude pandemic yes yeah and and i think like for these people, I, I, again, I just, I really hope they're doing okay. Yeah. And I don't know what, we don't know what's going on with him and neither does Zach fucking Baggins. Okay. <laughs> but he know, but he will tell you it is a demon or multiple demons that are in your house trying to possess you. He's like, I can't even physically go there. Yeah. Like, this is how fucked up this man is. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to patch in. I'm going to patch Las in. Vegas via Zoom. And, and I don't even think he spoke to these people through the episode. Maybe he did a couple times. I can't remember. Yeah. But like the team is there and they're, and they're all just doing what he's telling them to do. Like over the phone, basically. And yeah, it's just and he's not a good boss. He's very short with everyone, especially that one guy that you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, Aaron. He's like being very rude to Aaron about because Aaron is respecting the evil ghost and he's like pissed about it because that's how they get you. It's so wild. I This man, I I don't even know what to say about him. It is no wonder I, I, and I feel it, it. It's just like a shtick, you know. Of course, it is, it's, yeah. and it's like this show is heavily evi- edited. This like, but you're getting like real emotion from the these real people. That's and, the thing. We uh, were texting, being like, "Oh, like <laughs> we re- just started watching it, and after the husband was like talking about like everything he's been feeling, he's like, I feel this like crushing weight. I feel this like physical pressure. Like this is what's going on. I think it's it's like I, it feels like a overwhelming it's spirit. To me. Yeah. yeah. Immediately, I'm like, oh, he's overwhelmed by life. Yeah, clearly. And I don't sorry. have. I mean, I don't have a degree in anything, but I felt those feelings. That's exactly like what's going on. It's too many new big things at once, and he's dealing with grief and a pandemic. It's like, and it feels like a physical. I feel like, yeah. You could feel it, it feel, physically. It, you could feel it physically. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah. it. You 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 get sick. You you know you feel like you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. These, your muscles like, are tight. Your chest your, is tight. You have pain, chest pain sometimes. You can't back sleep. pain. You have yeah. nightmares. You are. Yes. You have this feeling of anxiety. And if you've never tapped in or like named these things that you're experiencing yeah. before, you can't possibly know what the fuck is going on you know what I mean yeah if you've always been like just going through life and like mm -hmm. fine yeah quote unquote fine and then you know you reach a kind of like a pivotal moment in time where you're like suddenly extremely responsible for many many things like you're gonna feel it in a way you've never felt before and that is Mm -hmm. having a new family dealing with a new baby Mm mm-hmm being just married yeah having lost you know yeah your family members yeah like yeah of course you're gonna have some serious fucking feelings about that so dude 
And like, <sighs> and <laughs> and Zach Baggins, instead of having any emotional intelligence, is just like, it's Satan. We got to cleanse this house or whatever. And you're just like, oh, God. We're so happy to let you know today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I just wanted to take a minute and speak to the user experience of BetterHelp and how important that is when you're dealing with stress and or anxiety and or depression or you're just super busy and like nothing makes sense for you to do (laughs) ever. You know, yeah. Um, a complicated and drawn out process is not compatible with getting help. It's a roadblock. It's a roadblock. Honestly, for me, one of the biggest hurdles to getting help for myself, and I think a lot of other people, a huge majority of people, is uh, how incredibly difficult it even is to know how and where to get started when it comes to therapy. Mm. So with BetterHelp, I've downloaded the app and I am already started with everything. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and then you're matched with a therapist like within oh. a day or so. So it does everything for you. It's not like you're you're searching the web to find somebody who is specializing in the things that you need help with. It makes it, it easy. It makes it easy. The app is very easy to use. And so, yeah, I think if you're if you're having a hard time, that's like the last thing you want to do is is mess around with trying to figure out how to even get started. And BetterHelp does pretty much everything for you in the app. It's great. I don't even want to tell you how long it took me to find my like analog therapist, I guess you could say. I've been with my therapist for a couple of like almost two years now. Mm -hmm. Dude. I wish that I would have had a very, very easy, like streamlined way to find one. Yeah, I, I've actively been searching out therapists and yeah. everyone is like uh, booked, like not accepting new patients yeah. or like they're not reaching back out to me. So you yeah. have this like this added block of like rejection and <laughs> yeah. it's so it's so defeating. So better help that away from like all that out of the equation and just makes it so simple. There's so many hard things about life and this is not one of them, I must oh. say. And if you are matched with somebody and you don't vibe with them right away, you can change uh, your therapist. Like easy peasy. Find a new person. Yeah. People don't know that you can change therapists. Like you don't have to pick one and stick with them. If you're not a vibe, you're not a vibe. You want someone that you're comfortable talking to and that makes you feel heard and you know all these good things and as the world's largest therapy service BetterHelp has matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available a hundred percent online plus it's affordable just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist if things aren't clicking you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime it couldn't be simpler no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash DTFU. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DTFU. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring the podcast today. Oh, so excellent. It does get fun because the equipment that is brought in for this is the f- provides the funniest oh my god 
the funniest shit I've ever seen. So like, okay, um, so obviously they're doing this through the computer and they are able to create an energy like pathway that goes all the way to Zach Baggins in Las Vegas, Nevada, and they're connected in Long Beach california and the and he can feel he is being affected by everything that's going on there through the zoom yeah he's like on the zoom and he's like oh <laughs> like i had i was in like such a good mood this morning and now i'm just like not i'm and just no feeling angry is anyone else angry I'm just like very very mad and very very like not happy yeah oh <laughs> my like- god it's like oh it's the demons in this house and they're getting you through zoom um so they have like the computer and cameras set up obviously like both like the ones for nighttime and on regular cameras and they set them up through the house and there's walkie-talkies because they think that that reaches the like other planes better than uh, like it needs to be a walkie-talkie and not like a bluetooth speaker or something i don't know the reasoning for that and then there's like audio recorders and then there are these uh infrared cameras that okay it's supposed to show you (laughs) it's it's, okay it's supposed to be like um a heat map thing and it Mm -hmm. is it's kind of like a heat map situation but then it maps the bones it like maps a skeleton it maps the bones <laughs> it maps the bones of not only the people on the that are being captured but also the spirits the entities that the have entities. that, that could be in the in the vicinity yeah and this shit is someone created this in MS-DOS paint mm-hmm. and then printed it out it's like they didn't know how to use animation, so they like printed out a bunch of MS DOS and created like old school animation or something. Like it's the jankiest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. It's so funny. Uh, your text message <laughs> in our chain, you go the fucking nineteen nineties CAD ghost detector from MS DOS Paint is killing me. And it's like they're they're like looking at like whatever the like little stick figure is basically yeah. that yeah. like is on the camera. They're like, look, it's on you. It's <laughs> attached to you. And you're just like, this is not like it's just so dumb. And I think this is like what and they know this. I don't know. And then you go <laughs> and then you go, I'd be more impressed if it was that little Microsoft cl- paper clip. <laughs> How can I help you? How can I help you? <laughs> oh my god! I would though if it was like hi with those eyes. With the eyes, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. This though, it looks like fucking someone took construction paper and then like masking tape and just like it's so stupid. Oh, it's my like god. it's like the mapping that you do when you um like uh you're making something in CGI yeah, and you have like all the like ping pong balls on you and you're like fucking, you know, yeah, doing that. But, the, but, but then someone, it's like mapped on, on, you know, it's all like the, the pre CGI. Yeah. The pre CGI. And yeah. you like use that as like the map to like make the CGI, but they never did it because yeah, they ran they out of budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why it, maybe that's also why Zach Baggins couldn't come out that, that week because mm-hmm. They didn't have enough budget for him to fly first class on a 40-minute flight into Long Beach 
from Bitch, Las Vegas. You know he takes a private plane, this guy. Ew. Is, uh, yeah, yeah he seems that. like that. Uh, oh, my God. Well, it's very funny. Um, I was cackling watching cackling. this. And anytime they were doing, like, their paranormal activity stuff, anytime yeah. the, like, actual people were that lived in this house were on screen, I was like, I'm so sad. I hope yeah. they're okay. But then whenever they would – the team would be doing their fuck shit in the house I was just like oh my god like what is compelling about this absolutely nothing this is so dumb and if there if there were actual ghosts or spirits or demons and they're riling them up yeah only to be like you know what I can't we can't figure it out yeah let's just move out of the house like the, and Fuck that's you. What he did. I know. Yeah, and I imagine know. feeling the despair after that. Mm-hmm. Being like, we had adding to it. We had this like really vulnerable like moment with these people, and yeah. we're on television talking yeah. about our most vulnerable, you know, thoughts and feelings, and then they just like left, and nothing got solved. Like, yeah. these people are looking for help. Like, honestly, yeah, from the wrong fucking people like i said i honestly i feel like he came in made it worse and left and and i don't mean in in any real sense in terms of like paranormal but even just like not helping this couple Mm -hmm. putting them through this trauma Mm -hmm. validating what Mm -hmm. they think they're seeing and then leaving Mm -hmm. and it's like oh no this is not a good not a good look Mm -mm. oh well but Honestly, the interaction with the couple, the family that lived there is minimal. The laugh, but the like laughs and how much you're able to just be like these fucking idiots is like most of the show. You know, it's like you could laugh at the people who are working on the show for most of this mm-hmm. episode. And so that was a treat. Yeah. The, 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 paranormal, made up the, para- <laughs> the paranormal researcher team. <laughs> There's like there's like the a guy part. on a couch and then he gets up and he turns around oh, and Zach was like yeah Zach was like telling oh, there's like a lady that works with them but she, we didn't really yeah, see much the of the film her. crew yeah yeah but she like he's like go find this guy and she's like okay so she like walks in from another room <laughs> and he gets up he didn't hear that part of the broadcast on the walkie talkie or whatever oh and so God. he gets up and turns around and she scares the shit out of him because she's just standing there silently yeah like just standing in the room like. Like all it's and he's like, oh, oh Jesus Christ! And she's like, ah, shit! Like, and they just scare each other. That's like how like dumb oh. this fucking shit is. It and, was oh, so the dumb. two guys get into a fight about some like stuff that that's was not working, and they're that like, was bullshit. This is the demon. That's what they do. They turn you against each other. I'm like, no, this is two men not knowing how to like resolve a conflict or no, be that was- kind to each other. That to me was not even like a real conflict. Oh no, they, no, they, that was like a manufactured thing to be like. It was. Look, see the energy is like yeah. making us like fight. It's yeah. Like, no, it's not. Oh god. Shut the fuck up. All right. Well, we also want to talk about because obviously, like Zach Baggins is an empire now, which mm-hmm. he has like all these shows, and he's. Um, you know doing doing lots of things doing lots of he he like hosts stuff like i saw that those halloween wars on like the food network mm-hmm. and stuff like he'll he'll host that i want to host that what the fuck zach baggins get the fuck out of here i want to go look at people making cakes and then i want to eat them Ugh. um putting that into the universe okay mm-hmm. so uh but also 
he has a museum in Las Vegas, which we alluded to earlier, which is just a collection of his own shit. Um, and in 2016, he worked with the Travel Channel and they did a, mi- a mini series called Deadly Possessions where he sought out these objects that fill his museum. Mm. It's in Las Vegas. It opened in October 2017. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was watching interviews and local news coverage of it. And, like, Entertainment Tonight did a segment on it. And I was just kind of, like, watching all this stuff. The ego on this man, I got a glimpse of one, like, museum tour guide. looked. Ex- it was dressed just like him. And It, it wasn't, wasn't him. him? No. It, it was, was, like, a body double Zach Baggins? Yeah. It was, like, it's a like, long-haired Zach like, Baggins. Like same glasses. Like, the aesthetic. Like, yes. Yeah. Mm. So his exact same, like, black glasses. You know, they're, like, really thick. Mm-hmm. And then, hit, like, that, like, little bowler hat. And I was, like, the ego on this man. He he probably makes them do that. I'm yeah. guessing. Unless the tour guide is just, like, a huge fan of his. But I don't know. Anyway, I uh. think this museum, people don't like it because of there's a lot of um uh disagreement and a lot of like criticism about this museum because of a lot of the things he has there it's disrespectful like some of the shit that he has is like very problematic and disrespectful yeah we'll we'll get into that stuff in a bit but i want to talk about some of the paranormal stuff first Mm -hmm. which is not disrespectful because it's just it's just shit. Shit, yeah. It's just dumb. Um, so the first thing that he has that I saw him do this, like, whole thing with uh, the host of Entertainment Tonight. Like, they were doing a segment. They were, um, like, he was really hyping this shit up. And it, it's the devil's rocking chair. And this is a quote from him. And oh, <laughs> he said, this is an artifact that witnessed an exorcism, an exorcism with Ed and Lorraine Warren. And I was like, this is an artifact that witnessed an exorcism. It's a fucking chair. <laughs> I was like, what? The, the like, gravitas he put onto this fucking chair. It was so severe. It's, like, so severe. It's just, like, this chair was in the room. When- it's like, oh, my God. What witnessed an exorcism? Uh, mm-hmm. I can't. Um, and while he's talking about it, so he says, uh, okay, he talks about this chair for a while, but the, the (laughs) fucking chair, (laughs) this chair. So he says, okay, so it's known as the devil's chair. Um, it, it's written about in the, um, not well, the exorcism is written about in a book called the devil in Connecticut. And it's all about the possession of a kid named David Glassell. And mm. uh, and he he makes sure to emphasize that this book is all true accounts. And I just want to emphasize that a true account does not mean something actually happened. Mm-hmm. It's just I, whatever the perception is of the yeah. person who's reporting it is. And it's like someone's account. But it's yeah. like this is where I think he is very good at what he does and and it was Mm -hmm. the same in how it's like how he's talking about this how he talks about how he talks about the hauntings how seriously he takes everything and also like the questions he was asking that were very leading he's like a um 
like a medium or something. Like mm-hmm. he knows the the verbiage to use to make to give himself like power. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is a professional. I mean, he's yeah. been grifter. He's a grifter. There is a reason this man has been in the line of work that he's been in for yeah. nearly two decades. He has staying power. Multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire. Yeah. This man, I don't know how many millions he's worth. I, I saw possibly worth $30 million, which made me want to vomit. But like, you know, like it's just he ha- he I, I truly don't. I don't see it. I don't see the charisma. I no, I don't. It, there's nothing about him that there's like no draws me in. There's no, yeah, yeah. Like we talked about, like he has the gun, <laughs> but not the not the cunt. Um, it's just um, it's strange, which does make me think maybe he does possess some possess lol mystical (laughs) artifact that gives him like a dorian gray painting but like yeah but for like trolling or for like controlling people for control yeah 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 yeah, 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 like mind fucking people yeah oh my god well or he made a deal with the devil or something i don't know because like i don't get it i don't understand Um, I can't tell if he actually believes all this stuff or if he's just like so good at talking it up. He he was like about this rocking chair. He was like, it's weird that I'm involved in these cases where Ed and Lorraine Warren left off. Like he's because that's a lot of the um, other uh, grifters. Yes. <laughs> other grifters. But the show he did, the ghost adventures or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go to a lot of like haunted places like like homes that Ed and Lorraine Warren did exorcisms in and stuff. And so he's like, he's like, it's called clout breath. chasing my yeah, friend. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Because yeah. yeah, it's basically like, how do you not understand that? Like, it's not a coincidence when you make it your business to go and follow all these people's fucking grifts, dude, you're picking up their grift where they left off. That's exactly why, why you're where you are. Oh my God. It's like, a uh, they, uh, they grift so he could fucking scam, you know, like, <laughs> like it's it, they they bushwhack their way like into this grifter, yeah, paradise, and then he just kind of like had his little like you know, oh, I'm, I'm just like a little ghost hunter, I don't know, no. yeah, 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 like I don't know, they they sold their they sold the oils out of their trunk so he could fully facebook pyramid scheme you mm-hmm. know it's like they started it on a small scale mm-hmm. not for they were analog he is they were analog he's facebook live events mm-hmm. like he, he is the digital age of yes the grift also i don't recall but was it their intent to be making money off of that stuff or i mean i know that they were in but it was way a smaller scale than like a fucking museum in las vegas and like several television shows you know what i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like so yeah you're right like they started it he's he's fucking the king of it now Mm -hmm. um anyway this um this chair which uh, he bought coincidentally the day Lorraine Warren died he bought it and it became in his possession he's like whatever that means it's like it means you're fucking buying a dead woman's shit um <laughs> it's called an estate sale like, it's I called don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, but the chair at this museum, it's in this dumb little crawl space. Um, and it has like this red lighting on it. I think he did a stunt at some point where he like sat in it to see if it would like affect him. But, um, you basically when you look at it it's like there's also audio which he collected like with this chair from the estate that plays um like a audio from the exorcism yeah yeah Yeah. clips from the exorcism of david glissel oh my god Uh. well he also this there's no like huge story to this but bella lugosi's haunted mirror but it's misleading because it was Bella Lugosi's mirror, but then some other guy bought it after Bella Lugosi died, and then that the guy started saying it was haunted. So <laughs> it's not like Bella Lugosi had it and he thought it was haunted. It was just a regular mirror when he it's had just it. Just because it's Bella Lugosi's, like Bella yeah. Lugosi, like the like granddaddy of like horror. You yeah, know? yeah. So um, so dumb. Um, yeah. another thing that's at this museum is the Dybbuk box. Um. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of people probably have heard of if you've listened to And That's Why We Drink. They've talked yeah. about this before. Um, many other podcasts have, like, talked about this. Yeah. This is, like, in in pop culture, like, for sure. But this shit isn't real, like, at all. Like, this Dybbuk <laughs> box is, like, it's a wine cabinet yeah. that somebody, like, got and restored and then sold on eBay and, like, made up all this shit about <gasps> To, sell to like it, sell it on eBay to get to work. Yeah, that's called marketing. It's called marketing, baby. You put yeah. you you make a a, a story mm-hmm. up about the product that you're selling to yeah. to make it a thing. Um, yeah. In 2003, a writer and furniture refinishing business owner Kevin Manis purchased this cabinet from a yard sale uh, of a local attorney in Portland, Oregon, and began developing a backstory to make it like more interesting. Um, and according to Manus, he says, quote, the carving on the back of it is my carving. The stone <laughs> that was in the box is something that is a signature creation of mine. Also, make no mistake. I conceived of the Dybbuk box, the name, the term, the idea, and wrote this creative story around it to post on eBay. And oh ever God. since then, like, like the lore around it, like it's like past like a few other people have owned it. And then Zach Baggins came into possession of the, but by that time it had like developed this kind of like, I think like internet lore around it, you know, it's just like a thing that happens and uh, it became like this cursed object and everybody just like kind of believed it. I don't know. But that's all this stuff anyway. Like Mm -hmm. people are choosing to believe all this stuff. Yeah. Like there's no, you ascribe any, any kind of meaning to something like that doesn't have proof or, Mm -hmm fucking evidence or science backing it up which is like all this stuff you know like anything zach baggins is tied to has no science or it's bullshit it's all fucking bullshit yeah yeah. and i i guess post malone like i love posty um but (laughs) you're a post head i'm a posty stan uh he he went to the museum and like touched I don't think he touched the bo- the Dybbuk box himself. Like, he was touching Zach Baggins while Zach Baggins touched the Dybbuk box. What? And, like, I don't know. And he said and, like, had a couple, like, unfortunate events happen to him. And he thought he was, like, cursed from this. So, Posty got, got like, grifted. You know, he got, like, yeah. got infected by this bullshit. And it makes me sad. 
Oh, God. Yeah, just because he attributed stuff that happened after that day. Maybe that's called a coincidence, honey. Yeah, it's a coincidence. Like all this shit. Yeah. Okay, there's also a doll called Peggy the Doll. Don't know what that is. It's just like a haunted quote unquote doll. Um, There's another misleading mirror. It's the Titanic captains. uh, So Edward John Smith, Captain Edward John Smith from the Titanic, his haunted mirror. But mind you, it was not a Titanic artifact. This was not a mirror on the Titanic. It was just something he owned that like his (laughs) uh, cleaning lady sold or something after. Like it's not. It's okay. Um, But now we're going to get into some actually fucked up real shit. Oh, God. Okay. So one of the things that he has, and this is something I would love to dive into because I had the thought today, like, I used to think this person was a villain, but now I think my, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure of all the facts around Mm -hmm. um, Jack Vorkian, but, you know, he was like the doctor of boogeyman when we were a kid yeah he was a boogeyman i remember him on people magazine i remember 60 minutes always doing stuff on him he was pro um euthanasia euthanasia Mm -hmm. for humans who were suffering from terminally ill diseases and he traveled the u.s and he helped people uh have a dignified end to life that was their choice Mm -hmm. that's illegal except for in a few states um but was fully illegal at the time and he had a what was what they call I don't know fucking Zach Baggins has this it's called a death van it's like a Volkswagen van and he performed like upwards of 180 or whatever like assisted suicides in this van mm-hmm. so that van's there kind of interesting but more so made me think like oh I'd be so interested to look at like what the media did to this man and he mm-hmm. went to prison mm-hmm. um and it was illegal but mm-hmm. then that there's just like conversations that are to be had around that yep yep it's a big philosophical question yes. and yeah. and something that we've changed our minds on because it's legal in oregon and i think vermont and mm-hmm. maybe california now yeah mm-hmm. uh washington state mm-hmm. yeah i mean like you maybe have to have like a hospice nurse there or something or like there mm-hmm. needs to be a medical professional there but like you can end your own life in certain situations if you're terminally ill in mm-hmm. more states than yeah none yeah um okay the next thing is the transaxle salvage okay it's a car part salvage from the american actor james dean's porsche 550 spider that's the car that he died in if you're familiar with james yeah, dean he and was how. in a car crash and yeah, yeah horrific um he zach baggins bought this transaxle from his port from james dean's porsche he paid $382,000 for it. What the fuck? It's literally a fucking like piece of metal. It's like it's like a, a, a kind of looks like a capital I. Yeah, it's like, like if it's like the yeah, it's the axle of the car. It's yeah. like if somebody like salvaged a part from the like, I don't know, from a, it, from it's a piece of. It's something from a car accident. Like, what like, the fuck? Where like somebody Princess died? Diana's car accident yeah, or something. Like, yeah. someone being like, here's the fucking leather bench she died on in the car or whatever. You know, like, here's the... It's so weird. I don't know. I I also don't know what the draw to that is. It's not even the whole car. It's like a piece... Like, I just... I don't understand that sort of thing. And it's just people wanting to make money off of... Yeah, it's like people who take, um, you know, like 
pieces of gallows or whatever away like I don't know like just to I don't know Uh, yeah it's weird um on the same along the same lines he has prescription bottles that were found at the scene of Truman Capote's death and he also and this is so sad to me but he has a picture of Chris Farley dead ew why isn't that like that's so disrespectful it's it's just so why do you have this like honestly and at this point it's not even for his own like most of the stuff i am sure was acquired after he had the idea to open the museum it's not like he's had this picture as a huge fan of chris farley since he was like 19 or something like it's all exploitative at this point Mm -hmm. all of this is so he could charge people money to come Mm -hmm. see a shit he's Mm -hmm. this is all like profiteering Mm -hmm. it's so gross and it gets even grosser with the murderabilia that he has because it is like all true crime adjacent fucking artifacts. Mm-hmm. He has Ted Bundy's glasses. And the caveat there is which he and this is um, subject to whatever, but he may have worn during one of his murders. No one knows. And I and who's to say he did, but like they were just his glasses from the years like 1978 to, you know, whatever. It's like just like a time period. Um, he has a picture of him holding. Oh, so, OK, uh, Zach Baggins has a picture of himself holding a part of John Wayne Gacy's brain. He tried to buy a part of his brain. Um, I'm what? Yeah, it was unsuccessful. He does have a bunch of his shitty paintings, though on display okay like that i'm like okay more interested in yeah because that's the byproduct of not of not someone's creeping i mean it's a byproduct of his creepiness but it wasn't related to the death of people directly you know what i mean like yeah but could help you maybe understand like his emotions or something like yeah 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 i it's still gross i yeah it's still weird but like i don't know yeah. Um, he has a painting of Charles Manson, but the eyes are painted with Charles Manson's ashes. Ew. Yeah. Also, he has a bunch of Charles Manson's ashes and bone fragments and dentures. Like, oh and P fucking S. Okay. This man bought and then later sold the LaBianca house. Gross. He owned the LaBianca house for like a couple of years in the. Victims like, of of the Manson family. Yeah, the first victims of the mm-hmm. Manson family, the first night. An elderly couple, like, whose family still exists and, yeah. like, is just constantly, like, traumatized by, yeah, like, having stories told all the time about their, their so, grandparents, great-grandparents being murdered by uh, members of the Manson family. Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's wild. It's... Well, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure he sold it because he bought it in like 2016 or 2017, I think. And then he was going to like do some he was going to do a film or documentary or something. And then he like didn't end up doing it. So he re- so he like sold the house again. Um. Anyway, yeah. uh, he has Richard Ramirez's quote unquote curse shirt. Don't know what that is. And then Ed Gein's cauldron. Yeah. That he like boiled parts to eat. Yeah. Creepy. Um, There's one cool thing he has that I want to give a shout out to because it actually looks very cool and fun. He has a whole room of Ghostbusters memorabilia. 
That's great. Love love Ghostbusters. Love it. And it's all like super top notch, like very iconic stuff. Like he like has like the proton packs. Yeah, like the proton packs. He had he has um Howard Ramis's whole suit. Harold. Harold. He has Harold Ramis's whole um Ghostbusters suit from uh-huh. I think the second movie, but like his utility belt from the first. And uh-huh. it's like all put together and it looks really amazing. And like whatever they caught Slimer in. Yeah, the um, yeah, with the foot the trap, with the yeah, yeah, the trap. They have that, and it's like oh, the one yeah. they used in that scene, and because <laughs> all that stuff's like very well documented, you know. Um, <clears throat> and that big painting of Zool or whatever. No, of Vigo. Yeah, yeah, Vigo. Yeah, Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah, the- I'm not a huge Ghostbuster fan or anything. Yeah, I know. I've seen these <laughs> movies like three times, maybe. I've um, seen them a million. They're my comfort films. I yeah. watch them anytime, anywhere. I know every line. My brother and I watched <laughs> these movies obsessively when we were oh children. My, my brother was Egon. Every, like he, he dressed up as Egon for like five years in a row, oh my uh, God. and just would introduce himself as Egon. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, it's not the the painting that he has is not the original, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's cool stuff. And then I did want to just give a couple of fat, like, you know, frequently asked questions from the museum, just so you know. Um, and this is like the type of tone that I just feel like is so douchey and is perfectly him. Zach loves <laughs> surprising. F- okay, so it's like the question was, will I meet Zach at the museum? Zach loves surprising fans checking out his haunted collection. Although he spends a lot of time there, we cannot guarantee a special appearance. In addition, we do not offer me angry packages of any kind. Oh my God. Um, and then, can I bring in my own paranormal equipment? There is no ghost hunting or paranormal equipment of any kind allowed on the general admission or RIP tours. RIP tours. Shut the fuck up. I know. But that's also to say, like, no, you can't bring your own paranormal stuff in here because then you'll know that the shit we say is haunted isn't. And then no one will want to come here. So, no, sorry, you can't do that. Um, And also assuming that equipment that is used to measure paranormal activity actually is measuring anything at all. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Um, Visitors must sign waivers before touring the museum. And in some instances, give verbal approval before physically seeing items like the cursed mirrors. They have like a a velvet curtain in front of it. And and they'll be like, and this and behind this curtain is Bella Lugosi's. A haunted mirror or whatever and it's like oh can i see it? it's like are you sure you want to see it and you're prepared for all the consequences or you whatever? must sign this waiver of release yep so oh my god um yeah. well this man's also written books um yeah. the worst one though i just have to talk about really quick because the cover of it is so bad um <laughs> he wrote a ghost hunting for dummies book like you know those like fill in the blank for dummies yeah Um, windows for dummies is that's like what they these books were popularized in our youths like in the 90s yeah yeah for computer stuff mostly yeah like photoshop for dummies yeah uh excel for dummies yeah Mm -hmm. but this fucking shit is literally it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I, <laughs> and I, I, I'm cackling just, I was cackling just looking at, like, when I found this cover and I could not believe it's real. It's just so bad. Uh, it doesn't even, like, look like a, like, for dummies book. It has, 
Like there's it, like an iconic like kind of illustration well, to it. I don't think it's an actual for dummies, <clears throat> is it? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it's a registered trademark. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, they didn't help him at all. They're like, we're not going to get you give you our font toolkit. We're not going to give you like any high res images. No, like, you're on your own. But yeah, you could use our logo. It's so bad. Uh, just just Google the ghost hunting for dummies uh, by Zach Baggins. It sucks so bad. It's so funny. Um, and I guess in the book, like uh, there's definitely some like evidence that he has like plagiarized like big chunks of it also it's not very well um like proofread there's like tons of spelling errors and like repetitive sentences like lots of mediocrity of of this man truly this is like my biggest thing like there's so many talented people in this world there's so many original and you know exceptional people in this world mm-hmm. and this and is then like zach then there's zach baggins <laughs> and we've had him existing on television for nearly two decades taking Ugh. like i said taking up space taking up time like taking inf- advantage taking advantage infusing himself into the, like our pop culture it's I'm sad that I've even talked for an hour about this man, honestly. Like, it's so depressing. But, like, fuck, you know? It's all so selfish, Mm -hmm. like, and Mm self-serving. Everything he does, you know, I feel like... He's not a true believer. I don't think he is. Like, I think... Interesting. I don't. I think he... Because he's, like, a former skeptic, quote-unquote, and, like... Then he, like, read basically, like, how to be a paranormal. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to make money off of this. I can do this. And then he just, like, is – and he's just doing it. I mean, honestly, I applaud that part of it. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, like, he saw saw an opening to make a career. Mm -hmm. But I think once we got into the realm of – like you know exploiting people for tv not helping them in any way you know like Mm -hmm. he i would even feel better about the episode we watched of house calls if he arranged like i've arranged for a priest to come visit and even if they filmed that little part and showed that i would at least feel better thinking he did this for ultimately to help the family but that's not what he's doing. Like, at this point, it's just to exploit, make entertainment out of all this shit, and then move on to the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. just like his museum. There's no theme to the museum. It's just, like, fucking crap. It's so random. It's, like, 13 rooms or whatever. One room's movie memorabilia. And then right next to it is, like, fucking it's the very- most horrific <laughs> serial killer shit you've ever heard of. And people, like, are paying you money. It's very Vegas, though. That I it will is. Say. It's so Vegas. Yeah. And honestly, I kind of want to go. There is something about like, I it's, don't know. It's it's. Look. It is very much a. He is a a a a, a monster of our own making. Yeah. It's like what came. It's like a chicken or egg thing. I don't know. True. 
he fits into the zeitgeist because of what an audience. America is, you yeah. know, yeah, and there's yeah, an yeah. audience for it. And it's like, I don't know if like people are hate watching it or like really eating it up and like think it's real or yeah. what. Or I, people love to get scared, even mm-hmm. though they know it's not real. Like there's so many reasons. My biggest issue, though, is like the exploitation of people who are actually seeking help. This, this house calls bullshit is yeah. absolute trash. Like stick to fucking going to weird haunted houses or weird, weird you know, whatever. Like yeah. ride, ride the coattails of the, of the um, you know, ghost hunters who've come before or the, you know, whatever like yeah go go global with it go to like i don't know go to haunted houses in fucking england or something like like there's house hunters international be a ghost hunter international come on man (laughs) like yeah i don't know i know yeah like go to like the tombs and stuff or something that like might actually be haunted or i yeah i don't know it's it's don't involve other people, though, like, is what I'm saying. Like, right. Don't, in their don't, homes. In their homes. It's, like, very intimate and, like, yeah. seeing seeing those people on TV, it was just, like, it felt very gross and, I don't know, man. Yeah. Sucked. Oh, my God. Well, he This would, guy's a fucking chode. Yeah, he's chode city. Zach Baggins would say, and he did say, I think, and something I read or watched, like, people will think, you know, people are complaining about some of the, like, um, true crime, you know, exhibits, things that we have on exhibit here at the museum, but, like, it's all very, like, we make sure it's all very tasteful, and I'm like, nothing about this man is tasteful, so... I'd rather That's see a fucking gaper butthole than I'd like some see of this shit. A, I'd rather go to the museum of gapers and it's just <laughs> like gaper after gaper, but like dress them in fun ways, you know, like this is the Ghostbuster gaper. The I'm ghost telling gaper. you, I've I've seen, <laughs> I've been to the museum of sex in New York. I've been to the penis museum in Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. All more tasteful than this horseshit here. Yeah. So. Oh God. It's yeah. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, well, <laughs> that's how we feel. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I feel like we didn't even. We could have talked about him for literal hours. There's just like so much he's doing, and so much. You know, we only have so much time, but like so many opinions about him and things he's been like tangentially involved in and stuff. But we just focused on the basics, and I think that was enough for yeah. me to be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know I don't yeah. know I, I got nothing else man this guy sucks Zach douchebaggins I just want to yeah that's good I just want to I just want to keep making fun of him for like his vibe like he's very I don't know we we talked about this offline yeah. but like how he's a pickup artist like failure. oh yeah a, a failed pickup artist 100%. <laughs> yeah and he's like a he's like a wannabe like David Blaine Chris Angel kind of like type guy and like clearly he wants to be a comedian or a musician but he didn't have the talent so like this is where he ended up you know what I mean it's so weird I don't get it I truly don't get it um and his goatee looks like ball hair to me (laughs) it's like very like it's very like separated or something like it's like sparse thin yeah (laughs) it's a sparse goatee it's very it's not good it's like 
Oh, there's nothing like he could be a hot dude if he just like that's worth made wires across a couple more style choices that were better not (laughs) yeah that were better I don't know that weren't like faux emo 2004 like again this man lives in Las Vegas so yeah there's so stay there he belongs there honestly he's a Henderson 10 (laughs) (laughs) oh I think he's like a Henderson (laughs) 7 telling you I don't uh, know, man. I feel like Henderson is the suburbs of Las Vegas. Yeah, I didn't want to say Las Vegas ten because Las Vegas has so many people, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not, but they're not really from Las Vegas, mm-hmm. so that's why I said Henderson ten. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> he's a prim ten. He's a Laughlin five. No, he's a yeah. He's, he's a, a Laughlin fifteen. He's a, he's a Laughlin. Yeah, he's a Laughlin ten. <laughs> He's a prim forty. Yeah, yeah. He's a prim. He's a he's a prim. Or what's the where's the alien jerky? Is that prim? Oh, that's Baker. Yeah, he's a he's a baker's dozen. He's a baker's dozen. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met people from these actual towns, so obviously we're kidding. But I don't know the people from there, but the towns themselves. You. It's uh no one lives there. No, no one, one actually lives there. lives there. No one lives in Prim at State Line. No one no. lives in Baker. No. That I know. If of. you see a sign for free puppies on the side of the road, don't turn down that road. Okay? Oh yeah. There's good. Yeah. It's it's a it's a hills have eyes situation. So also, why are you getting a puppy on the side of the road on your way to Vegas? What are you gonna do with it when you get there? I think it's uh, I'm thinking like on the way back. Oh, on the way home, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. right. (laughs) (laughs) God, maybe we'll get blocked on Twitter. That's fine. I hope so. Oh God, I've never been blocked by anybody. So, oh, maybe we should try. Yeah, it could be a ancillary content to this episode. Oh my God. Well, follow Um, us on social media at DTFU Podcast. All places: Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. What what have you? TikTok. Go to our website. It's DTFUPodcast.com. All kinds Mm -hmm. of like. Go wherever you want from there. There's so yeah. much stuff. Um, our Patreon mm-hmm. is linked there. Everything. If you want to shoot us a note. Yep. Uh, ideas for our 300th episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener stories. Topic suggestions. We love it all. So love it. shoot us notes there. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Just uh, stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.